0: Hi, and welcome to For Real Life. I'm Joachim Hill. This podcast is intended to use biblical truth for real life issues. The Bible talks about many of life's questions, struggles, hopes, and fears. It's a book that was written many years ago, but is definitely applicable to the here and now. It's not just stories and theories. It's For Real Life. Have you ever heard of this saying, he's done really well for himself? We usually say that to describe how someone has managed to work themselves into a pretty good spot in life. are usually successful, rich, uh, those kind of things. When we say that, though, we assume that the reason we are where we are in life is because of our own doing. After all, I have done well for myself. But that leaves God out of the picture as if he's not involved in our lives at all. I think it's actually the opposite. It wasn't really you who got you to where you are. It was God. We can see this if we look at the life of Joseph. So Many of you would know um, the story of the life of Joseph in the Bible. Uh, He had 11 brothers, big family. Uh, Joseph was his father's favorite son. Uh, The the Bible is quite clear about that, that his, his father Jacob loved him more than any of his brothers. Now, any parent will tell you that while we all have favorites, you can't show that. I'm just kidding, of course. I would never admit to having a favorite son. Now, it wasn't right, uh, but Joseph's father didn't hide it very well either. And Joseph's brothers start to get jealous uh, and actually really hate him more and more for that. Now, it gets so bad that they end up selling their own brother as a slave and lying to their family about what happened to Joseph. Now, My brother and I weren't always the best of friends, and sure, I did things to him that weren't very nice, Uh, but this is pretty extreme. But it shows how much anger and hate uh, these brothers had towards Joseph. Joseph was a slave for 13 years. For 13 years, he was a slave in Egypt. And then finally, things changed in his life. He started to uh, explain the meaning of people's dreams, and that's what he became known for. Of course, he wasn't able to do that himself, but God basically got him to understand these dreams. And that eventually brought him before Pharaoh, who's uh, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh had some dreams, uh, a couple of dreams, and he was very disturbed by them. And Joseph was able to explain these dreams for him. He was able to give him the meaning of these dreams. And not only did he explain these dreams to Pharaoh, he actually... Uh, told them what to do with these dreams and and how to react. And he told them that he had to prepare for this famine for these seven years. So after the seven years, that they would be ready for this famine. And so because he was able to explain these dreams and and tell him what to do with them, Pharaoh made him a ruler in Egypt, second only to uh, Pharaoh himself. So basically, if Pharaoh was the president, uh, Joseph was the vice president. And so Joseph helped Egypt prepare for a, uh, this long famine uh, that was going to happen after those seven years. So Joseph went from being a slave, and slaves would have had absolutely zero rights. Right? They were owned by someone else who could essentially do whatever he wanted with him. Um, and so he went from being that slave to being the second most powerful man in the whole land. Right? He went literally from a prison to a palace. He was not accountable to anyone at all except for Pharaoh, and Joseph could now do whatever he wanted. Now, he worked for Pharaoh, and he did his best to prepare the land for the famine that was coming. And this famine ended up being so bad, uh, as we see from time to time now still in places like Africa, uh, where many countries in the area did not have enough food. And one of those places in in the area was where Joseph's family was from, an area called Canaan, which is now uh, Israel. So like many people around them, Joseph's brothers went to Egypt to buy food, since there was still lots of food in Egypt, thanks to Joseph. And they, of course, had no idea what had happened to Joseph. Now, they actually ended up standing before Joseph and not recognizing him. This is now 20 years after they sold him, and he obviously changed a lot. And so they asked him if they can buy food. And after some back and forth and, and Joseph testing them a bit to see if they had changed, Joseph makes himself known to him. And Can you imagine that? Can you imagine uh, what a shock that must have been? Like their brother that they sold as a slave, all of a sudden he's standing there in front of him as the, the second most powerful man in the land. Imagine all the things Joseph could say and do to his brothers at this point, right? But what he says here says a lot about God, actually, and not necessarily about Joseph. It shows to us how God operates, how he works in our lives. So in Genesis 45, in verse 5, it says, Now don't be grieved or angry with yourself, because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. So in other words, uh, God sent me here to save your family. And then in verse 8 of the same chapter, Now therefore it was not you who sent me here, but God. So Joseph was a slave for 13 years. And then essentially a ruler for the rest of his life that we know of, at least. And none of that was his doing. It was all because God brought him there. And it works the same in your life and in my life. Maybe right now you're wondering why you have to be stuck inside your house the whole time. Maybe uh, you don't even like your house. Maybe you're wondering why your husband is such a tool. Uh, Perhaps you're frustrated about the fact that you've lost your job, or, or at least maybe some of your income. But what you have to remember is that God brought you where you are right now. And it's for a good reason. God sent me here to save your life, is what uh, Joseph said. So you are where you are because that's where God wants you to be. Look at this verse in Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. And so whether you're doing really well, or perhaps you're going through some trying times, look at Joseph. When he was a slave and a, a very powerful man. Maybe you need to learn some lessons in what may seem like a more frustrating time in your life. Or maybe you're going through these trials to help someone else out. And These trials that you're going through might actually be helping someone else. And the hard thing is that you might not even ever uh, see or realize that it's having an impact on someone else or perhaps you're doing really well right now and, and you're able to help and reach out to other people who are in need and so whatever it is remember that God put you there because he loves you so trusting God's plan for you and for the others that God loves and how you respond to it that is your choice
1: Thank you for listening to For Real Life in the WCF Podcast Network. I'm Levi, and I'm a co-host on a show called A Little Faith, where we explore faith breakdowns and buildups with different people who have very powerful stories to tell. We have another show where Tom and Naomi are exploring how we interact in our ecclesial relationships, and it's called From the Platform. It's a very in-depth series that is incredibly helpful for understanding and developing compassion and better listening practices. You can find both of those wherever you get your podcasts or our website, wcfoundation.org podcasts. Lastly, did you know that WCF assists in support and resettlement for dozens of political refugees a year? Please consider supporting our efforts with donating on our website, wcfoundation.org. Have a great week.